warm in Chicago, but uh, I know somebody else is keeping it hot in the city, and that's my buddy, Jay Ivey. What's going on, Jay Ivey? What's happening? How you feeling? Listen, I am good. I got one of my favorite performance poets on the line, and Mr. A- Mr. AARP. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> no. yeah. I am so happy to talk to you. I, I ain't seen nobody rocking no off a door like this. And this man, let me tell you. Hey, you know, I got you this. Are... You know, this is my granddaddy swag. You know, uh-huh. and, you know, pay homage. And if if you're not, if you're listening to us live on the radio, that's good as well. But if you're on Instagram live, y'all gotta see this because yeah, we look like through. we yeah we ready for the photo shoot, man. You we didn't did some today. Yeah. Hey, thank you. Hey. Let's do it. You know, I'm ready. Boy. You, <laughs> so, you, so you just finished your Instagram live tonight. Tell yes. us about what you're doing. Um, Is it weekly or daily? What you do with the words? So every Wednesday I have a IG live called The Word with Jay Ivey, Poetry and Conversation. Uh, this week I had Sonny Patterson, amazing, amazing poet from New Orleans, incredible poet MC. Um, she just... Like she's she's everybody's favorite poet, you know. So definitely check out that poet, all that. Last week, my brother Dion Cole was on. Saw that. Yeah, we've had the last poets, had Cootie Simmons, a lot of amazing people, you know, Maurice Brown. So Jessica Cameron from so every week, seven o'clock, mm-hmm. Wednesday, rock with me, the word. The word with J.I.V. every Wednesday, 7 p.m. Central Time. So if nobody can't say that we ain't telling what time it was now. Chicago time. Yeah. (laughs) You know what? That should be Central Standard Time. should be Chicago time. Hey, CST, Chicago Standard Time. Yes. People think Chicago is a state anyway. So somebody said IG Live is a buzz. Dress up like you're going on TV. Don't come on here looking busted. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a vibe, you know. (laughs) Well, me and Jay Ivey got the vibe. We get it. We know it. And uh, Chicago, again, Central Standard Time is our time. We can ready to enter possibly, Jay, into phase three. And I want your opinion on this because I know I want to talk about everything you're doing, but we got to talk about what's going on in the world, too. Do you think we're ready to open up for phase three? Man, you know, I I wave it back and forth because, you know, one, I just want to see things back to normal like everybody else. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, you know, there's been a lot of people – um, you know, sick, a lot of people passing away, a lot of hurt. So I don't want to see numbers, you know, escalate any more than they already have. You know, we've already seen a lot of hurt, you know, out here, a lot of loved ones we've lost. So I would hate to see more of that. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm cool with the safety, you know, yeah. like, like safety, health, health is, is king and queen, you know, like, that's that's the number my number one concern is everybody be safe, be he- healthy, and happy. You know, no matter where you at, you know. So that's why I'm at with it. Well, a lot of people they like. Uh, well, I want the beauty shop in the barbershop. I need a haircut. I need to look. Yeah. I got short. <laughs> Jay, hey, I've been cutting my own. I need. I didn't cut it this week, but I've been cutting my own hair. You know, you got to figure it on out. You got to do what you got to do. You got to slick the sides down, ladies. Yeah. Go by. It, yeah. it, hey. Get them baby hairs. Get on the edges. You know, you got, you got to do what you got to do and make it work because we understand what it is. But see, my fear with the salons and everything, and I have a lot of friends and barbers and beauticians. Yeah. They too, we're going to be too close. Too close. And, and there's a lot of people that they, they come in contact with. So mm-hmm. I, who's going to be honest and say, I'm sick, I'm staying home, you Come know? On. So that's the thing is like, you got to put your, your life, your safety in the mm-hmm. trust of someone else who, you know, they, 
They want to get their fly on, which is understandable. Everybody wants yeah. to look good, feel good. I get it. Yeah. You know, but it's it's a risk. It's a risk. You want to take that gamble. Let me tell you, you better tell your uh, boys come out, they want to fade, get a fedora. Quit playing. Get a fedora. Oh, yeah, that make every cut look good, you know. Boy, J.I. Come on, man. I love I love the energy that me and you bring in today. I love this. So another thing that I do is um talk about people's backgrounds when they get on social media live. Don't play with me with no bad background. I don't play that either. Right, right. I'm checking out your background back there, you know, because I'm nosy. Oh, so I see. Oh, the background. What? Yeah, the background. Like you know, the nah. fam. I'm like, oh, Southside, you know. Yeah, we gonna talk about Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you so, talking about back here? Yeah, we talking about the background. We literally the whole background because you know everybody got that corner in their house. They they yeah. might have made a mistake and sat there and had to go on Zoom or IG Live and they ain't right. take care of that behind them. Yeah, you you chose a great spot in your home, and I see an image of war back there, my brother. Is yeah, that what, yeah, yeah. We got, we got the uh, we got the young image award. Yes. Bam, bam. You know, so proud mean? of you. This is a big shout out to my brother, my brother's Cootie and Chike. We did a, a Muhammad Ali documentary mm-hmm. um, for BET a few years back, and, and we was awarded with this best documentary. Uh, this, I mean, a, incredible! Like, yeah. like we were up against Oprah and Kareem wow. Jabbar, and like, so it was incredible. Like, this was this was amazing. Then we were nominated again this year. We did a, a Martin Luther King documentary, mm-hmm. and in both Ali and Martin Luther King, they I um, poetically narrated the film. So I. I wrote, I acted, and and narrated each film. So, yeah, this is, I mean, an honor. Honor, yeah. Thanks for keeping that. You know? Of course. You know, I told you I was nosy. But I'm nosy in a good way, though. You know, yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a journalist. So I, it, I, I just, and again, I love to see people, especially my people, people from the area, the Midwest. We have, you doing your thing. Like, how do you feel? Do you, do you have pinch me moments sometimes, Jeff? Do you do that? I, I do. I do. Uh-huh. Like, I, I, don't, I don't ever get it twisted. And, and and give give thanks because you know nothing's promised. Right. So to be able to do what you love to do, and, and you know I'm a poet, so you know we, I had examples, but yes. there weren't a, you know there weren't a lot of poets as far as like a lot of singers. There are a lot of singers out there, a lot of MCs out there. You know, so there's a handful of us that are that um that have been able to push the the art form forward. And, and make make livings from what we love to do. So to be able to do that, you know, it's I'll take any of it for granted. You know, yes. so it's a blessing. It's a blessing. You yes. know, I say that all the time, JIV, and and I know you're you're a family man. You know, um, and I love how you. You know, I love how you love your your wife. I love that. Oh, yeah. I, Tyrese, yeah. Hey. I, I see her on here too. She gave you the love eyes. You know, I see. I yeah, love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You better support. I'll give them back without. Give them back to her. Do it again. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Wait, that's that, no, that's more sexy. That's more... okay. Uh, there it up. Just go like boom. There you go. That's for it's... you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you got a shot. I love how you love your wife, and I, I, I love just um. I'm a big love person. I believe love is what keeps us going and keeps us smiling and everything, and and especially going through this time right now. People still out here being mean. They out here being mean. Yeah. They be yeah. mean behind. How you mean behind a mask? You can I, tell. I have no idea. Man. I have no idea. It's like it's it's not that serious. It, it can't. It unfortunately, there's a lot of hate out here. Like I don't get it because I don't I don't know how anyone anyone's heart 
feels with that much hate. It's too much to be, you know, loving about, too 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 much to be thankful for. You know, it's like, and we only here for a blink of an eye. So right. how do you want to spend it? You want to spend it hating your whole life and, and you know, that just ain't that just ain't how things supposed to be, you know. Like man, spread love, you know. Yeah. Spread and that's something that's something that you do through a lot of your um poetry. And you know, you spread the truth though, because you keep it Yeah. You keep it real. I wanna know and, and I, I do believe that some people are really taught to learn mm -hmm. how to hate. And yeah. something that really stuck out to me with you because you have history here at B O N. Bloodline. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Blood, bloodline history with your dad. And when I listened yes. to the um the letter to your father, that spoke to me because mm. I had I had to forgive. Mm. Yeah. And how how hard was it for you to write that? I know um, we're taking it back, but you Yeah. No, nah, I mean it it was very hard. It was very hard. It, it was and, and quick thing for people that don't know, your dad was a a, a radio personality yes. here at BON. Yeah, yeah. My pops he was a DJ. Jim Richards is his name. He used to do uh he used to do mornings. He had, he had a, I don't know how long he was on, but he did mornings for a little bit there. And, you know, he bounced around to other stations. Yeah. But it it was hard because, one, when I wrote the poem and then later on I wrote the book, I got the I got the book too. So. Wow. Dear Father. So when I wrote, this started with, with the poem, Dear Father, and, and I wrote it after he had passed away. Mm -hmm. And I was grieving, not knowing that I was grieving, not knowing what that looked like or felt like. And it took a lot to get it out, but once I did, it was, man, that weight that I've been carrying, that heaviness I've been carrying for years just melted away. It was like I got everything I needed to say, right? you know, off of my chest. And, and a lot of it was, like you said, it was, it, was, it was centered around forgiveness. So if I didn't get to a space where I was able to forgive, I wouldn't have been able to write the poem. So, you know, just having, thank God, a gift of, of uh, poetry, being able to express you know what I was, what I was feeling, and then getting to the understanding of, okay, I, I, I need to, I need to allow my, my, my father to rest in peace. Yeah. Um, which was advice given to me by my moms, um, and just let go. You know, everybody. You know, it's a lot of people that we love, but they hurt. You know, yeah. like you know, like they say, hurt people hurt people. So, you know, I feel like my pops, he, he was hurt and didn't know how to cope with that, and mm -hmm. it affected the family, but. Yeah, it was it was a blessing to be able to, to to write the poem and then later on write the book. And the book is still for sale, right? Because um, yeah, people can get on yeah. Amazon and yeah, Amazon. You can catch me at Harold's on eighty seventh and the day I ride. <laughs> With the water man out there, with the bottles of water. Yeah, I'll be right next to him, like hey, <laughs> <laughs> right in the middle of the of the ad on, on the street. You got to yeah, stand in the middle right there, to make right it there. real. Oh, you yeah. get everything right there. On that right. get your socks and come get this book. <laughs> come get this book. But no, uh, but you can get it on my website. Yeah, yes. So simple, so easy to remember, y'all. J Ivy.com. Yes, I want to get me um I would love an autograph copy of this. We talked oh, about that. I love that. Yes, yeah, so and I want to know, like going back to you with the whole forgiveness with your father. Did you you see now that that was mental mental illness is something that we do yes. struggle with in the black community? Absolutely. Do you think that you were like unknowingly suffering some from some mental issues or dealing with you know the hurt bringing on that? Were you acting it out and didn't know it back then? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. that you know that hurt uh, or our, our, our emotions is still you know how we respond and act and treat people. So and and. 
and after after a while it becomes a habit you know yeah. so you know somebody says something to you and you you quit the lash back or you defensive or or yeah. you have a lot of self-doubt or insecurities or you know so that those those feelings i would carry into relationships into mm. opportunities into you know how i treated people so i really had to writing a poem it helped me check myself it helped me yeah. look at myself and say oh wow man you tripping like you know why 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 would you speak to her like that why would you speak to him like that why man what man show love like why are you you know uh balled up in the you know just I, I would kind of shrink down in times, you know, like mm -hmm. not confident. You know, it, it really affected my confidence in a lot of ways. Yeah. Like, man, be confident, stand, be proud to stand on, on, on who you are, and 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 be proud of where you come from. And so, being having the time to write and self-analyze and look and say, all right, okay, I see the problem. You know, you, you can't fix the problem till you know you got. Problem. So right. see the problem, see the issue. I'm like, oh, okay. I recognize that now. Oh, I was tripping. Mm -hmm. Let's work on breaking these habits. You know, I have a quote that says, if you don't deal with your emotions, one day your emotions will deal with you. And wow. So like a lot of those emotions were, you know, guiding, you know, they would they uh -huh. feel when I when I was unconscious of it. So yeah, it it, it was great coming out of that. Like it was amazing just to to get that confidence back, recognize the love, recognize mm -hmm. the gifts, recognize the the amazing people I was surrounded by, and, and and be able to have that you know that full the full value for those folks you know, so it was special. It was special. Well, what happens too, Jay? I mean, as you said, and that I'm I'm like really grabbing every word that you're saying because I've been there. A lot of opportunities. Mm. Yeah, your your emotions got in the way of those opportunities. You wasn't even knowing it. You wasn't Not knowing it. Not knowing, not you knowing. know, and and I know that. And what happened? I think, and you and I can mirror this. We are part of our father. My yeah. father is a is a performer, yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah, and we, you know, and I thank God for the gift of love that we have been able to, because we have some issues. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> but listening to you, you have a lot of your your dad in you, the performance part. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. all day. He probably wore hats just like this. Probably wore hats. <laughs> he probably you know, he probably, but yeah, just just hearing stories about who he was as as a man, as a person, his personality, and, mm -hmm. and then seeing seeing um or, or hearing him, you know, hearing his tapes, hearing his air checks, and yeah, you no, know, and and seeing pictures of him on stage in a play, or, or you know, I was like, okay, I you know, and just hearing his voice because that was uh -huh. one of the things when I first started performing, people were, they would compliment my voice. Yeah, I, like, I, I was unconscious of it. I'm like my voice. Oh, you like? I didn't know I had a. I never really heard myself, you know. And then, um, you know, so just knowing that I get a lot of these these elements from him, the, the art of storytelling, the love for music, you know, a lot of things that are already, you know, tied into our family and our, our yes. legacy. You know, it's yeah, it's it's him all day. You know, yeah. So yeah, I got. So much love for him. And I know he opened up a lot of doors for me. Things happened. I'm like, like, okay. Right, like, right. right. Like, even with my book. So, my pops, he passed November 15th of mm -hmm. uh, 99. Years later, on November 15th, I get a call from the owner of the publisher company offering me a book deal. 
to write a yes. story about my relationship with my father. And I was like, okay, Dad, I hear you. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah, so so I know, you know, we had those angels with us, so I, yeah. I don't ever want to, you know, disrespect that or, or be unconscious of that. You know, it's like, like, like yeah, I'm pay, I pay homage. Like, I, I know it comes from him and, and other family members. And, yeah, I'm proud to be a part of the tree, you know. Well, I'm proud to um, even be talking with you tonight. And when did you know? Because I know you was like, yeah, thanks for my voice. And that's what I'm like. I said, I can speak. I didn't really know. But, yeah, you know, because we're doing what's, what's natural to us and what really is where our, our gift is, you know. Yeah. So when did you know that you had any kind of voice or the art of storytellers? Was you one of them kids that talked a lot? Because I was that kid that used to get checked from my, <laughs> my report card. I, I, was, I was the shy kid. Like okay. I, was shy. I talked a lot once I warmed up. Mm-hmm, but I was mm-hmm. real shy. I remember hearing myself on an answer machine back in the day, back in oh. answer machines. What you do? <laughs> I was like, who is that? I was literally listening to it like, like what? Me- who is that talking on it? And I was like, oh, I'm like, oh, oh, that's me. Uh-huh. You know, so that was that was a moment. But in high school, I went to Red Central in the Burbs, mm-hmm. and and my my uh, junior year, my English teacher, her name is Miss Argue. What I learned is you're not gonna argue with somebody named Miss Argue. And she had us write a poem for homework. I yes. come to class the next day, expecting to turn my poem in. She makes, she surprises the class, makes everybody read that poem in front of the class. And then she pulls me to the side after class, and she gave me an A on okay. the poem. And I wasn't getting no A's or, or B's. Or, you know, So to get an A, I was like, oh, wow. And then yeah. she said, you have a nice speaking voice. I have a talent show coming up. I want to put you in this show. Mm-hmm. So like to hear that, you know, like a nice speaking voice. You know, and then, you know, somebody say something to you and it just kind of echoes. And, yeah. You know, throughout the day, like, man, nice speaking voice. You uh-huh. know, so, so that was one of my first times really realizing. Then I didn't do the show she wanted me to do. Okay. So she had another show come up. She made me do that show. Why you ain't do the show? I was too scared. I was too scared. <laughs> you and were scared. I was, oh, I was terrified. I was uh-huh. terrified. So when I, when she, she had another show come up and she made me do the show. Okay. My first time ever on stage, I got a standing ovation. And I was like, what was that? You know, and I, after that, I was like, Miss Argue, when's the next show? When is, when's the next show? When's the next show? So after uh-huh. that, it was just one thing led to the next, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the dread started growing because we, we yeah. remember you were dread. What made yeah. you take the dreads away? They were, they was flowing, brother. What happened? Man, they was flowing. I had I was draping on them. I was, I, I had them 11 years after a while. Wow. I was like going back to your, your, uh, <laughs> Your earlier point, I wanted to go to the barbershop. Yeah. I, I was missing the barbershop. I was like, I, I, I remember I was in New York, and I, I, I walked past, a, a, like, it was a store, and I saw my reflection. Uh-huh. I literally stopped in my tracks, and I was like, man, that's not you no more. Like, that's not you anymore. You know, so I, I was like, yo, it's time. Like, I had been wanting to cut them probably for years, you know, at the point where I finally did cut them. Yeah, I, I didn't want to cut them. And I was like, man, I'm going to the barbershop. Cut them jokers off. One guy. Boy. I was like, I ain't had a fade in a decade. I'm like, oh, I man. Need, <laughs> I'm like, I need a cut. <laughs> I need a cut. Said I had a fade in a decade. But you know what? You are hilarious. Now, I want us to go back because I love to hear people. I, I put the dreads in there just as a sidebar. But leaving high school after you did this, you get in the standing ovations. What happened next with you? Did Was it still here in Chicago? You doing things around the city? When did we go to New York? You know, how did that even come about? So it it was... I was only in school a year and a half because I'm dealing with that baggage I was talking about, the yeah. heaviness, the depression. 
Mm-hmm. So I was at, I went to Illinois State. I was down there, Redbirds. I was down there for a year and a half. And then um, I ended up back home. And when I got home, I'm back in my mom's basement. I'm, I'm feeling like I done wasted her heart, earned yes. money, because she didn't work two jobs. She got three boys. She moved us out to the suburbs, get us out the city to, you know, you know, she did what she could do to, so we would have success. And here I am, a failure. So I was like, man, the only thing I know I'm good at is poetry. So I'm going to get out here and, and do what I can. So I was 19, and I just started hitting the Chicago scene. And, and I would sneak into clubs or talk my way into clubs because I wasn't 21 yet. Was this the Cinnabar days and stuff? What was open there? What oh, was? Cinnabar. Man. Um, oh, man, what was open? Days was and jazz Dej- oh, rituals, um, elixir, elixir, yes. yeah, bunch, yeah. So, so I, I hopped on this all jokes aside. Okay. Which, yeah. So Damon Williams, he, he gave he showed me a lot of love. He let me come down there and perform. Um. So and but now I, I was like, man, I know I'm good at poetry. Let me go after. It. I remember I, I even threw my own show at Dusable Museum. Um, they they actually gave me the venue for free. I was like, look, wow. I got this show called Young Talent. I want to do it. Bring some of my other talented friends. Uh-huh. Uh, they let us get the venue, and so that it, it was things like that um, that that kept me going. So I went from building my name up around Chicago, started yeah. doing stuff for uh, some of the other stations, and and a lot of love was being shown. And then I ended up uh, hosting this spot called Rituals. So mm-hmm. Rituals was like, that was like, that that was the spot, you know, as far as uh, poets go. It was it was probably the hottest spot in the country, and maybe in the world, you know. Somebody said Giovanni. Well, somebody did say the art bar. Oh, yeah. out on, on Sibley. That's why I met Mar- uh, Marlon Mitchell and Leon. Giovanni, Giovanni. who that? Somebody telling their age. And telling their age on Giovanni. <laughs> I met D Ray and Giovanni too. That. I'm Ooh, telling my age, right? <laughs> oh, the hot house. Something, oh, they on here not slick. Yeah. Good. Ten, they going in. Uh, ten, going Terry in. said the, the art bar, the click. Yeah, yeah, all of that. Oh, man. So, yeah, so I was so I was doing my thing around the city. Yeah. And, um, and then me you and were, Tari met. You were doing the work, and you thought yeah. you were a failure, but you really weren't. God was just, yeah. I think, preparing your mindset to get yeah. back out there. Okay, so you meet your wife. Yes, okay. I'm yeah, sorry. so, we, yeah, okay. so we, we've started performing together, doing our thing, and then we, we actually moved to Nashville. Okay. And then we, because uh, she went on a tour, and then after the tour, she was like, look, we both like, let's try something new. So we went to Nashville. We was working with uh, songwriters, and I got a manager down that way, and then I ended up on Deaf Poetry. So after Deaf Poetry, it was like, all right, it's time to go to either New York or L.A. Mm-hmm. And they ended up moving to New York. And that was, yeah, that was, uh, New York was, was dope. Because when I landed, it was like a, a Chicago crew wow. in, in New York. So I'm kicking it with my buddy Cootie. You know Cootie? Yes. So I, Cootie, make, yeah. I know of him. We got to get him on here, though. Oh, gotta, gotcha. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's my brother. So we we, oh. uh, we kicking it every day. And at the time, Cootie, he's... He he used to do comedy, but he started directing. And he did, did the Ben Wilson thing, right? Before did ben Wilson, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just did a Stefan Marbury joint, mm-hmm. and then uh, him and his, his directing partner Chike, they they direct. The first thing they directed together was through the Wire video. Yeah. Kanye. So when I land in New York, he got the camera on Kanye every day. We kicking it. So so now I'm kicking it with Kanye and Cootie and 
John Monopoly and, and Don C was out there and Hacky was out there. It was just a Chicago crew kicking it. And, you know, mm -hmm. it was just kicking it, having fun. So it felt and like home. Just, yeah. Oh, yeah. It felt so much like home. Chasing so, your dreams, though. Doing the work is what you doing were doing. The we were doing the work for sure. Uh -huh. uh, yes. So y'all out here, y'all doing this. You get on, on uh, Deaf Poetry with the college dropout, the shirt that was like 10 sizes. Remember, we were wearing stuff 10 sizes too big. <laughs> Look, when I see that video, I'm like, what was I thinking? <laughs> like, what? why were our clothes so big? Come on, why did we do that? And I, um, looked, I saw the video. I was like, oh, his shirt big. That's the first thing I said. I, like, I was like, what was going on? You know, you were yeah. supporting Chicago. So how does that feel to even just see Kanye, just to kind of get to where, you know, from then to now? How do you feel, see, oh, feel with man. that transition? Yeah, it was, it was dope because... Cause uh, like I said, I'm I'm just coming off deaf poetry when I get right. there, and when I I moved in '02, August '02, and I think Kanye got his record deal like September October. So soon as I get there, he's right, you know, in the midst of going to yeah. the next level, and and we all like we can feel it, you know. You mm. in the we in the studio, we hearing the music. He he's spitting bars for everybody. He you know, kicking rhymes for most deaf and for Talib and Jay-Z and this part. That like, oh, this dude, he gone. Like, yeah. he gone. You know, so then, so months after I got there, he started working on the college dropout. So yeah. I get there in August of 02, and then I ended up uh, on the album because of Cootie. I ended up uh, recording uh, Never Let Me Down December of 02. So, mm -hmm. you know, it was... It was just amazing to be around and see someone turn, like, just just turn the switch and say, okay, I'm from here, I'm going here. And mm -hmm. this is, well, go back real quick. Yeah, yeah. I, I give a big shout out to my brother, Anthony Hamilton. Oh, you know, so did you, did you see him and me talking just now? Me and I, Anthony. I, I missed it because I was still on with Sonny, but. Uh, okay, okay. But when I, when I first got to New York, the first person I met was Anthony. Wow. Yeah, friends took me by his crib, and he, the first person I met was Anthony Hamilton. He just showed love, and we would kick it here and there. Remember one time we kicked it with, uh, it was me, Anthony, and, and Nas Pops. We hung out at a little, it was like a little blues jazz bar or something around the corner from his crib up in Harlem. Yeah. Uh -huh. Shout out to Anthony, man. Shout well, out to Anthony. Well, I posted his interview, and I'm going to post you and I as well, because you and I just feel like I'm talking to one of my friends from the house, the you, from the round hey, corner. Hey, that's what it is. <laughs> You are. Yes. <laughs> I always say that it's, it's about the conversation. It's not an interview with me. You come have a conversation with me. That's what we do over here. And yeah. I wanted to ask you, speaking of, you know, going to New York, and uh, Anthony would love to hear that, too. I have to. That was dope. And just to see y'all on the flyer together, that was dope, too. So, anyway. Yeah. Um, oh, I love now, it. Thank you. Now, I want your um, opinion on this, J.I.B. You know, because a lot of people say you got to leave Chicago to get what you got to get. Mm. Then you come back. How do you feel about that? Do you think that most people have to leave here to make it and then come well, back? Or what are your thoughts about that? I mean, my honest thought is I, I felt like I had to. When I did it, I felt like at the time, it was a different time. It was a different era. I don't necessarily yeah. feel this way now, you know. Um, which is why I'm in Chicago now, you know. Like, like, likewise, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, but but during that time, before internet and social media, and and um, just getting to national levels, yeah, Chicago. It, I mean, the best training ground that any artist, anybody pursuing anything, 
Mm-hmm. The best place you could be in Chicago. Like my, my grandfather would always say, if you can make it in Chicago, you can make it anywhere. I agree. And I would always tell people like, the, you know, I've been all over performing and the hardest crowds that I've ever performed for were in Chicago. Yeah, we're a bunch. Like, we're, we're a bunch of folks here. Yeah, like you go Ooh. to the show, you hype, you ready to, to bare your soul. <laughs> and, and we like. looking at you like. <laughs> What you go like? What you here to do? You know, like where you from? I work hard all week. <laughs> I didn't spend my money to come up in this spot. What you uh, gonna do to impress me? My cousin do that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he do it at the family dinner table. What's oh this? my god! Right. But, okay. But, but after going through that, like it, it makes you better. It makes you, you know, reach deeper. It makes you sharpen your tools. It makes you say, oh. I'm going to come with it. I'm going to come with it. And then you take that energy and go wherever in the world. Yeah. Chicago people always shine and stand out. You know, like always, always, always. You know, so I don't think people necessarily need to leave now. I don't feel like that now. But I always feel like no matter where you live, no matter where you're from, it's always important to get around, you know, and and go connect and, you know, and, and, and meet new people and, and, and catch this new flavor and, you know, feel what other cultures feel like and the other food. Just feel what, the, man, what, what they win feel like, you know, what they yeah. feel like, how they blocks feel, how they hood feel, how do, you know, how do they move? Yeah. You know, like, it's good to move around. So, so I feel like you can make it from here, but definitely move around. And, um, and, and, and I do feel like we could be better Chicagoans could be better at supporting Chicagoans because we agree. have the best talent in the world. But sometimes we don't necessarily show that super love mm-hmm. until folks go and, oh, oh, they on TV. Oh, they on. When they were here, it was like, oh, I was good. doing that. That's yeah. just the homie, you know, like, I, but when people go and come back, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, so if we can get to the yeah from the from the beginning just show uh-huh. that love and support our artists because again we have the best of the best you know so That's i say this support from the gate you know spread love not hate come on jay ivy i think this is very important this is i didn't even know that i was going to take you there with that part of the conversation but it's important because again like the comments he was on 87th street doing this you know but yeah. you know yeah. now so you feel yeah. me and then, and then, shout out to New York and and, and yeah. went out in Brooklyn and started doing it. People and people in Chicago was mad that he was gone. I'm like, why they mad? He like he doing it? Like, why yeah. he's mad? Like, and and then the other thing too, the other aspect we always thought about was like, okay, you go to school mm-hmm. and and you get a a, a engineering degree, mm-hmm. and and your your job opportunity take you to Texas. Or right. uh, wherever, New York or Florida, wherever, people ain't gonna hate on that. No, they <laughs> it's not. only the artists. It's only the artists. Like people don't hate when other people move. We got here because our folk left Mississippi right. looking, looking for job opportunities. So like let's go to Chicago because that's where it's popping. That's where a lot of people came here. Yeah. A lot of people came. So it's like, man, allow people to move and support them from wherever they at. Wherever they you at. Know. Chicago has gotten a little bit better with it. And um, a lot of people are saying that, that we are harder on our own. And I know that I, I like Karen's comment because it's, it's echoing yours too. The more experience, one, um, the more we experience one another, I think as we experience other places, the better our perspective becomes. And now yeah. I've lived, I've lived in other cities as you and your wife have, and I've lived other places and I think it helps your perspective a lot. I really do yeah. think that yeah, it does no, help no. though. And then when you, you bring know. it home, oh my yeah. God, like, 
Like, don't shit, that feel I good? I, that's why I'm hoping this thing. I hope everybody get healthy real quick. Yeah, it's, it's summertime shot. You know, we got Woo. we got so many festivals, Brute Fest and Chosen Few, and you they know, high Proof. It's so so much that you know to do. And yeah, it's kicking and celebrate life. So I'm, I'm I'm hoping that things do take a turn because it ain't no place like Chicago, especially in the summer. Especially. Say that again. Summertime shy is a phenomenon. I wish people they it's, it's real. It is. It is. It's it, really it, real. It's real. <laughs> it's really real. Well, Jay Ivy, I want to know um because you got from listening to you from the shock here, which you know I still can't believe to now to doing all these great things, winning all these awards. Did you one day everything you working with Deepak Chopra? Come on now, how does that feel? <laughs> like how does it feel to see your face? You know? <laughs> how does Deep. that feel to you work? Oh, yeah, <laughs> hey, that's the fam, you know. <laughs> that's how we call it that. So, how does it feel, Deeps? <laughs> Lord Jesus, how does it feel to be working with him and to see your face on a like a graphic with this gentleman? How does that feel? Oh, um, it's it's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. I remember uh, first time I met him was twenty, I think it was twenty twelve. Uh huh. And I was invited to to come and speak at his at his uh he does a conference he was doing a conference every year and they invited me out to to guest speak okay and, and um i remember meeting them and it, it just so happened to be my birthday look at all these things happening yeah. okay yeah, yeah. Right. so i remember uh like this was like one of the coolest moments this just tell you how cool he is okay so i'm literally just meeting him saying what's up and and i hit i hit him with a favor I was like, I was like, Deepak, I was like, I was like, man, can I, can I just ask, a, you know, a small, small favor? It's, oh, what, what, what is it? What is it? You know, I was like, I was like, if, if I get my mama on the phone, can, can you just say hello to her? Lord Jesus. <laughs> my mama loved Deepak. I was like, can you put, so I called my mom, like, hey, mom, she's still, she's still in birthday mode. So she, hey, yes. what's going on? I was like, oh, wait, 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 hold on, mom, hold on. And I passed right. the phone. He, he asked me her name. He said, through the phone. Uh -huh. I was like, oh my goodness, that was so cool. That was so cool. <laughs> you don't play. You just gave the man a phone. Had your mom yeah. like, hold on, mama. Yeah, like, yeah, just, just, just say hello. Please say hello oh. to her. And I mean, she loves it. She loves it. She's like, now that's what I'm talking about. You're hanging out with all these rappers. That's who you should be hanging with. I was like, I was like all right, mom. Like, say that. Like, so working with him, is it still surreal to you? Because I know you got, yeah. you, you all just did something, right, just recently? Yeah, so this past uh, weekend, so Friday, Saturday, yeah. Sunday was the Never Alone Summit. And and uh, they asked me to come and, and, and guest speak. So I, I sent in a, a video of me actually speaking about Dear Father. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, it's I saw the flyer, you know, you see Deepak and, and Don Miguel Ruiz and you know, it's like, man, like, wow, like the company you keep, you know, it's, it's amazing to see, see how things can, can uh, evolve, you know, like mm -hmm. even going back to the, the first conference, like when we were actually in the same room together, like that first conference went so well that they asked me to come back and, mm -hmm. and MC the conference. Mm -hmm. So the first, wow. the first year, I was the only speaker that spoke every day. It was three days. And then, um, then they asked me come back. So the next year, I'm introducing everybody from 
Ariana Huffington, to Talib Kweli, to Clarence B. Thomas, to uh, Sia, to um, uh, Stedman, Jim Carrey. You know, so I'm, I'm you know, introducing folks and, and Deepak like, J.I.V., do a poem. Uh, we call them riffs. Deep said that. We call him Deep. That's what we call him Deep. Yeah. Deep. Okay. I Deep. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's amazing. Like, like I said, you know, I feel like I have, um, man, a lot of angels and ancestors looking out because I've been able to do some really cool things with poetry. And that, that, that was a moment that, like, it still amazed me. And this past, past weekend, to, to see it still going. And we have something coming up um, in July we're doing together. Okay. Yeah, we're doing something for Rutgers. So, um, it's, yeah, it's amazing to, to, to see the love and see how far how far you can go with it. You know, it's like, if I'm here now, man, where else can we go with it? You know, this is just honestly, I'm not going to say the beginning. You, you in the middle or do you, you right yet? You're there. I'll just say you're there. And I'm yeah. proud of you, brother. I am. I'm really Thank proud you. of you. I can't wait to support this July event. Now I want to ask you because, you know, I know you're quick on your feet. Uh-huh. I know that. Uh-huh. I want you to create. Now, see, we talked about Chicago. Can you just give me like a couple of lines about the city and how we just got to continue to show love to one another? Can you create something right quick for me, Dad? Um, did, I, did I put you on the spot too much, brother? Too much? Maybe just no, too the yeah. city, the city, the city of when takes me back to way back when, when I was just a shorty trying to get to somewhere further. I would look at the city and say, what's up, my sister, my brother? This is the greatest. We are the greatest. The city that made us. Blue collar strong-minded, hustlers, in a good sense. So love whenever is the blueprint. I like <laughs> it. real poem, real poem. But that was good. I got a Chicago poem for you. Okay, I got one okay. right here. I got one right here. We got, we got about five minutes. It's good. I like five it. Five minutes? Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. So this is called... Uh, Caught at Chicago. Sirens scream like alarm clocks. The struggle unlocked the inner beat. Some work, some work the streets. Our blocks that were occupied by common folk. Bus drivers, mailmen, gangsters, and corner dwellers. Why we walk past in a worn out sweater, rocking a nappy shag? Why they sit brown, look out of brown paper bags? The pusher man pushed that white for the fiends. Red and blue gangs terrorize the black scene. The older kids smoke that green. Stress is a hell of a drug. Daily the stress of the city try killing our love, try suffocating our flow. If there's a hell below, it made its way up to our bungalows and two flats, the gangways and alleys. Yay, though I walk through the shadow, the valley of crime sprees. You see, we feared the evils that stalked us. Boy, did you lock the doors? Security became yet another chore because we dwell where purses got snatched, where older women and girls were attacked, where folks were carjacked, where cats were pistol whipped and hits with bats. Man, you know where you at? Mm. You better straighten that hat. I never understood that. I never understood the fights because the blocks looked peaceful on sight. Our folks taught us how to work hard and do what's right. We celebrated life at the cookout. Soul music whistled through the nights. At the same time, black men were ushered off in cuffs, screaming, I know my rights. I guess that's why I had to be in before the streetlights came on. Mom just wanted to make sure her boys came home and had a chance to grow, praying that we weren't swallowed up by the place the natives call Chicago. 
land of smelly air. There, here, the air smelled of exhaust and evergreen trees, cookie factories and steel mills, cigarette smoke and barbecue ribs. Life seemed so simple as a kid. Bag lunches, cartoons, and curfews. But I slowly found out how much these streets would hurt you, murk you, choke you, shoot you, loot you, put his boot on your neck and beat you, cheat you, clown you, drown you in the cracks of the asphalt. We fought over the invisible borders of our town. Rarely did we go downtown. I guess that's why the racial tension is just too thick. Maybe we were all just too sick, too tired, too mixed up in the head to move ahead as a people. So in our piece of the piece of the piece of the pie, we sat by in our sections of the city feeling inadequate and unequal, boxed in by political maps, mentally trapped. Bank accounts were damn near tapped, but we counted our blessings, pressed our luck. Like the grilled cheese on the roof of my mouth, we were stuck. But like any kid did, I pedaled my red and yellow big wheel, simply waiting on the melody of the ice cream truck. <laughs> we used to do that back in that. So I'm gonna take it back to the nineties. Yeah, so back to the I like them claps. I like them claps. <laughs> Let's give them some claps, y'all. Jay Ivy, one last question. What would you tell a younger you? I would, would tell, you tell the younger me to always be fearless, always, always lead with love. Be patient. Don't wait on anyone or anything, or don't wait for somebody to put you on, put yourself on. Um, don't don't be concerned about what other people have to say, because really, is is none of your business. <laughs> it doesn't matter what anybody really? else says. I got that from Tari. That was, that was, so, uh, and and just just to be just to be aware and be conscious and to be kind, you know, because that that goes that goes a long way, and. Um, and just keep shining on. Just shine on with a smile on your face. Well, Jay, Ivy, you put a smile on my face tonight, brother. Shout out to Terry. It's, it's Tari, right? Tari. Let's Tari. Get that. Tari yes. Tari Tare, who's been showing love all night. I got to show love to the look, spouses. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, and, and keep showing love. Jay, I mean, you, that poem right there, talking about the ice cream truck, made me want some ice cream. It's hot outside. But anyway, <laughs> no, brother, we got to get this back. You got to come hang out in the studio with me one day. How about that? I would love to. Let's do it. Let's yes. do it. When everything, when we get to go back outside, let's let's get I you know, on right. down here. Yeah. yeah when we get our punishment. Right. But we got to be safe, though. So. I enjoyed yeah. talking to you tonight, J.I.V. Oh, my Man, goodness. Such, such a pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Um...